Gira can hit them. Did oh, what a goal by Zoltan Gira! And still Baptista, yes! It's Kavai, it's fantastic! One from David Villa, great finish! Done just that he scored! Jorinho's done it! Yakubu making another glimpse of goal here! Hello and welcome to the Streets Won't Forget podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mountney, and as always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-hosts. First up, Golf Wales, the Streets Won't Forget podcast, in that order. It's Harry Martinez. <laughs> that was a good one, that one. That was a good one. I like Thanks. that. I have to make up for last week, because last week's was shocking. Yeah, I thought that. I thought that. <laughs> and a man who is designing a disguise of Pascal Chimbonda to get him into Skelmersdale United games. It's Ben Woolley. Oh, mate. The CIA wouldn't be able to track him down with the disguise I've got. Go on, dress him up as what Mario Melchior. What disguise are you doing? <laughs> I'm going for the thing they least expect, right? We're going to dress him up as Pascal Chimbonda. I, was gonna say, I'll I never knew see you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say you were going to put him in as Pascal Chimbonda. Yeah, mate. We're going to dig up one of his old kits. They'd be hiding him in plain sight. Well, on the topic of somebody who's been disguising themselves their whole life, Harry, I believe you've got something on Michael Owen, who has pretended to be a world-class footballer for many a year. Yes, somehow got a Ballon d'Or, and I think we can all owe it a down. Ballon d'Or is that Christian Dior fragrance? <laughs> yeah, it's a Ballon what d'Or. Is, what, what is a Ballon d'Or? I'm not gonna lie, I, I went to go move my chair, and I kind of sat down, and it came out as Dior. Oh, oh man. Um, yeah, I think we uh, we owe his his footballing excellence due to the fact that he was able to lob an apple into a bin from a young age. Uh, it's a fantastic uh, bit of training. From... <laughs> Get him started young. Get him started young. I think the marks on the wall are indicative of of the marks he's left on on football society with how great he is as a man. I mean, that's I, the I, problem with with modern football, isn't it? Is that they don't have the courage to miss like Michael <laughs> Owen did. I'm, oh, I'm sorry, I can't hold it up anymore. He's a f- somehow he keeps getting worse and worse. I can't believe like no keeper in the world should be can get there, but he should be doing better for me. Like you got that as your pinnacle, and somehow he tops it with, "Oh yeah, I lobbed apple cores into a bin, and my mum used to get seething at me, but I had the courage to miss." Like, come on, mate! Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I thought he peaked with the Saudi tourism board video, but somehow this interview is like oh, it's giving it a run come for on, his money. Better. Somehow it's better. I, d- I don't understand. Oh, you must Michael, think he's I'll clever. be your pilot this evening. <laughs> you, you get in the helicopter, your pilots are lobbing apple cores out the cockpit. Like. But that's what Roger Federer is hitting to him off the top of the Burj Khalifa. It's not tennis balls, it's apple cores. <laughs> oh, shocker. If anyone hasn't seen that, please. If you go on Twitter, it's floating around a lot at the moment. Just type in Michael Owen interview and just, just listen to the absolute drivel that comes out of his mouth. It is just an absolute... A, like a staple of Michael Owen's personality to chat the biggest load of waffle ever. And think like, he's selling he it as something never great. Watched a movie in his life. It's like he's selling it as something great. You know, he he <laughs> thinks he's just cracked the code. Is this it? Like he's seen like five films and three of them are Fast and Furious or something. Like <laughs> I'd hate films too. To be fair, I bet one of them isn't Tokyo Drift either. Yeah. Shocker. Do you know what? He's up there. He's up there for the Andy Carroll of the Week award. I'm not sullying the good name of the Andy Kaz of the Week Award by giving it to Michael Owen. Before, before we move on to the Andy Kaz of the Week Award, I'd like to uh, to talk about another English footballing legend, or term, or term legend loosely. It is back. It's fact corner time. Oh, yes. yes. It's a fact. I'm talking about facts. Now... I promised you random things that footballers have said, but after some research, I've made a slight adjustment. Welcome to Dumb Things Said by David Beckham, because the (laughs) list is near endless. Get ready for some of the dumbest things you've ever heard in your life. First up, I definitely want Brooklyn to be christened, but I don't know into what religion yet. (laughs) You know, fair enough, David. It's easy to get confused. Oh. Next up, 
my parents have been there for me ever since I was about seven. He <laughs> <laughs> was in a home for the first seven years of his life. I'm no, he was just a fucking fever brat. dream reading these out. Honestly, I don't know what is happening. When asked about the happiest day of his life, David said, I remember it so clearly. I was going into the hospital as Victoria could have Brooklyn. I was eating a lion bar at the time. White lion bar? Without the lion bar, that memory's ruined for him. That was a real highlight of the day. <laughs> the lion bar got it over the line. <laughs> the lion bar got uh... it over the line. When asked about the best manager he'd ever had, David said, Alex Ferguson is the best manager I've ever had. Oh, he's the only manager, actually. But he's the best manager I've ever had. <laughs> just slating everyone he had through youth, you know, and the Preston yeah. loan, you know, the Preston loan as well. David is only there. There's only one manager for me. I mean, in his defence, I'd try and forget a year in Preston too. Like, I can't hold that <laughs> against him. I guess this is before he's actually moved on to LA Galaxy, Milan, and PSG. Next up, I want you. We'll do a little guessing game for this one. David Beckham was asked if he was a volatile player. What do you think his response was? What does volatile mean? Yeah, he doesn't know what volatile means, but does he play it off as something else? Oh, David's response was, well, I can play in the centre, on the right, and occasionally on the left. What in the Michael Owen is that, man? That is a volatile player I've ever seen one. Confused with versatile, but it's just (laughs) a Oh, he's exceptionally volatile. I'm going to read you the question with this one. This one might be my favourite. Journalist Gary Newborn once asked, David, was Wayne Rooney disappointed to lose his youngest goalscorer record on Monday to the young Swiss striker? Bex's response? No, I'm sure he'll be even more determined to get it back against Portugal tonight. (laughs) 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 My My absolute icon. And the last one, which I think sums up this segment brilliantly, when asked about his intelligence, he said, people don't think I've got the brains to be clever. And that is the end of Dumb Things Said by David Beckham. Thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, David. Oh, man. Thanks for your time. It's a fact. I'm talking about facts. I do love him, though, from the documentary that came out. And him just absolutely ruining Victoria by putting her in her place when she's like, oh, we we grew up quite poor. And he's like, your dad took you to school in a Rolls Royce. Sharp. Yeah, I quite (laughs) like David Beckham, to be honest with you. I thought thought that documentary was really good as well. Mm. I I think a lot of these quotes were taken from his younger years. Yeah, where he was just stupid. And he turned up to the royal wedding looking better than the groom. And that's just such a flex. Did, like, he meet, did he meet Prince Charles wearing a do-rag? Yeah, something like that. He's had some questionable do's, to be fair. A do-rag to meet the Prince of Wales <laughs> heir to the throne. Oh. Yeah, back it. Streets won't forget moved. That is, you have just gone to royalty and gone, do you know what, I don't give a f- Here's me in a do-rag, mate. <laughs> I'm him behaviour, that for real. <laughs> Sorry, did you say you were heir to the throne? No. <laughs> Talking of people who turn up to royal weddings in a do-rag, who's winning the Andy Cows of the Week award? Well, well. Go on, Woody. It's, uh, it's a player very close to my heart and Twitter handle, in fact, this week. Uh, because oh, yeah. somehow, after their 10-point deduction, Everton have had a monstrous week. Sean Dyche loves the scrap, and they basically already got their points back anyway. So. Midweek, they played Newcastle. Uh, not only did they win, they thrashed them. And their, their good performance was best summed up by Jordan Pickford running to the like Newcastle squad and trying to fight a whole bunch of them on his own, throwing the gloves down like an absolute champion. And this kind of like <laughs> massive, massive ballsy kind of behaviour. He's this week's deserved Andy Cas of the Week. Winner. That might be the most Jordan Pickford thing ever. Run up to a brawl and take the gloves off and think, F- this, I'm going bare knuckle. I, I want to know what was going because it was like Yamarez and a couple others. I'm like, you picked the wrong guy, lads. Yeah, like I've only run. one man is looking at two fellows who have probably spent time in the favelas and thought, you know what, I'm throwing the gloves down and f- 
stabbing him as well. Yeah, he's throwing the gloves down, and he's like, I am him. I am him. You know, as soon as he's thrown the gloves down, he's turned to him, he's gone, come on then, let's get the rave on. Come on then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, long overdue for Pickford. Long overdue. Yeah, well done, mate. Well deserved. Might be an Andy Carroll of the Year award for him coming up soon. You never know. Oh, are we going to give out an Andy Carroll of the Year? We've got to do an Andy Carroll of the Year. We've got to do an Andy Carroll of the Year. It's like our Ballon d'Or. I think Andy Carroll might be quite upset to not win Andy Carroll of the Year, to be honest with you. I think he's happy (laughs) to pass the title on. You know, he's gone to the French League too. He's living his life. He doesn't want to be recognised when having a pan of chocolat. So I think not giving him this award is beneficial to him. Well, if if it makes him happy, we'll call it the pan of chocolat of the year award instead. (laughs) Maybe are we going to do some end of uh, end of year awards? Yes, I think we oh, have a little ceremony. Yes, we got end of season, but they do all the the big awards on a year basis anyway. So we're just copying football. Yeah, just works. Nice, nice. Somebody who might be uh, who might be up for an award come the end of the year is Pascal Chimbonda. But this is bad news this week, boys. A defeat no. for Scalmersdale United. To it's a lower Breck FC. Do you know what? That's well, not a bad result though, because they've lost without him there. It shows how oh, that's very true. You say this every single week, no matter whether it's a win, draw, or loss, it's not a bad result. <laughs> hey, I think you're coming at this with some kind of biased agenda. Uh, no, Look, there's all some I'm agenda here. They'd have beaten Quebec. Like, I think if we don't if we don't show bias on most of this podcast, but the only time we do is. For Pascal Chimbonda, then I think we're doing something right, to be honest. The other thing you'll be pleased to know is that Pascal may not have been there, but the hashtag Skembonda has returned. Yeah. He's back on the tweets Good. now. So, uh, Good. The, the world, justice has been done. All is right in the world. I like that. Big up, Skelmersdale. You're in the fight. You've got the Sean Dyche of Lower League. relegation. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, results not necessarily going your way, we are at game week 16 of the Fantasy League for this season. Oh, so I thought we'd do a little check-in oh, on how things are go. going. Please don't. I promise you, I haven't looked at this in weeks. I could be f- anywhere. <laughs> I have finally been dethroned from the top of the tree. But I'm coming for it back. So watch this space. Because we have a new leader with our Uncle TFC. He's on 927 points, which is quite mad. Yeah, looking a bit further down, we've got the G-Men in second, and I'm, I've fallen to third. My title challenge is, is waning. Yeah, it's Christmas uh, period, mate. You get a lot of points, so you drop a lot of points. Yeah, that's true. And then looking a bit further down the list, we've got one Daniel Mountney in sixth. That's quite you respectable. Know what? You know? We absolutely take that. I, I, I was going to say I'll be stunned if I'm in the top ten, but sixth, I'll take that. Yeah, I'm, you're fighting I'm for the European places, mate. Places. Yeah, get me in the Conference League. However, it's not such a good story. If we keep looking further down the table, we go all the way to 11. <laughs> yes. Harry, what's gone on? Our, our reporter is at the ground. Mr. Martinez, how do you explain this recent lapse in results? Do you know the worst thing is I've actually had a couple of good weeks has put me up to 11th. I was lower than that. I was in 15th, I think. I've literally... Ooh. I'm Chelsea at the moment. I am Chelsea. You've spent, came you've in spent with a, a big bollocks. Quid. <laughs> I came in with a big bollocks and I've, I've the bed. Potch well, is going by Christmas, the, uh, mate. He's going. Yeah, let's hope the good results continue. Otherwise, the board will probably think about replacing you. I'm relying on William, mate. I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, God. He did score a banger today, to be fair. But about halfway through the season, it's all tight at the top. You know, there's about 20 points in it. So yeah, someone's I mean, I, coming I don't for this prize at the end of the year. Well, you're 100. Where's Tommy? More importantly, where Tommy? Tommy he's is. Below me. Yeah, he's 13th. You mean the man who was leading after game week three is now 13th? Uh, yes. Yes, he is. Nice. Nice. He's done, he's done a Spurs. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm quietly pleased with that. I'll take sixth. Yeah, we should probably decide on what the prize is going to be at some point. It's your signed f- Kevin Prince. I'm not giving that away. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> they can have a picture of me holding it like I'm a new signing. Fine, they, they can have a Coupe de la Ligue. No, no, no. I've got a good idea. We should let the winner vote in somebody to the streets so we forget Hall of Fame. Oh, great show. Oh, yes. Great show. We have no say in it. We'll let them vote them in. And he can have a case. Yeah, the only restriction is that it can't be Juninho. He's never coming in. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> and it can't, it can't be Michu either. <laughs> 
Well, talking of uh, players entering the streets, don't forget Hall of Fame. Let's move on. And this week, we're doing things a bit differently. There will, of course, be a new inductee into the streets, won't forget Hall of Fame. But for the first time ever, there are no restrictions. It's, there's no nationalities, no leagues, no positions. It can be anybody you like. Who would like to kick us off? I can go first this week if you want. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, why not? Well, when I was sitting there thinking about who I wanted for my free hit, <clears throat> there were loads of names going through my head, sort of stars. I, Morton Gamps Pedersen was right there. I was going to take him. I was but certain then, you were going to take him. I remembered someone who I think deserves to be in. And he would absolutely right. never come up when we were doing uh, the restricted options. I'm going to read you this guy's career, some of his accolades, his stats, and then reveal who it is. So this is a man, a centre forward, who in 480 games scored about 150 goals. He's won six league titles. He's got a whole host of individual awards, a player of the season, top goal scorer, most assists. He's the record goal scorer for one of his clubs. He was a runner-up on the European stage, on the international stage. And he's largely been forgotten because of where he played, the age at which he went. But when you watched him play, he was quick. He had a great shot on him. He had the FIFA factor that we all love. And it's a player who really doesn't get the recognition that his career would deserve. And it's a bit of a left field choice, but I'm going to put in for consideration Sebastian Giovinco. Now, Ooh. I actually really like this shout. My initial off. reaction is to say, oh, well, he played in the MLS. Nah, that doesn't count. But his career before he went there out in Italy was very, very strong at both Parma and Juve. He then moved there at an admittedly young age in a league that at the time was a bit poorer in quality, but he absolutely dominated for Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. We're not just talking MLS was ludicrous. Yeah, we're not just talking he went over at the end of his career. He was admittedly young when he went, but as I said, record club scorer. He won them their equivalent of the league title. He put up, I think, double digit goals, assists. He was the quickest player to record a hundred goals or assists. He did it in 98 games, which is just nuts. And I think part of where we remember him as well, because he was always good on FIFA for so many years, where that's kind of, that was his one lifeline. He was clinging, clinging to relevance, because otherwise you forget, because he's not playing in Europe. But you look at that career, he had a 20-goal season for Palmer. He had the same for Juve the next season. He won Serie B, Serie A titles. Player of the season, team of the season nominations. The man's career was stunning. But because he moved over to America so early, you kind of forget how good he was. And then you watched him play, and he was such an exciting player to watch that I think I mean, it's a, a disservice to forget him. Some of the goals he scored when he was in the MLS are unbelievable. Like, some of the goals are... Isn't there one where he goes past about three players and then just lobs the keeper from outside the box? Yeah. And you're like, I know it's the MLS, but you've still got to have some touch of quality about you to do what he was doing on the football pitch. Yeah, and it wasn't just his in-play. Like, in terms of set pieces, stunning at free kicks over there. He set the records for most free kick goals in a season, most free kick goals overall, and most free kick goals in the playoffs. Which is ludicrous, because you think yeah. he's in the same league there as Beckham and Gerrard have played in, Wayne Rooney's played in it, and he's producing numbers that they didn't. And I know even we're guilty of it as well. You sit there and go, it's a league where players just kind of go to die. Like their careers ebb out. The standard's not up to what it is in Europe. But as you said, you've still got to have the ability to perform. And the guy absolutely crushed it. After he almost rejuvenated his career, didn't he? I, I remember he, when he moved over there, there was talk of him getting moved to like Atletico Madrid. Um, I think, wasn't even talk of Arsenal? I don't remember Arsenal, but... I remember like Atletico Madrid rim for him and everything and he almost rejuvenated his career off that. Okay, he didn't do anything with it but he was that good out there that I think everyone in Europe took a, took a stand and went, this guy's actually decent. Yeah, I, don't, I think he was never a top player. He, you're never looking at him going, he's in Europe's elite. But he was so, so good. Like, if there's a step down from that, he was probably in there. At least in the years where he was good in Italy 
he's arguably up there, but again, although Quasi the MLS, you're not really sure. But he shouldn't be as forgotten in today's game as he is. The guy was I agree. incredible. I agree with you. Yeah. An air of expectation. Javinko. Still Javinko. Oh, Javinko. And Dan's not said a word, so he's going to come in and be like, I don't think he's that good. I think this is a load of f***ing bollocks. And do you want to know why? Why? Because I think if he doesn't go to the MLS and do all the stuff he did with Toronto, and he just stays in Europe and plays for whatever f***ing Serie A clubs he wants, you do not remember him because he's not done anything. Going to the MLS, at that age especially, where you've still got your energy and your legs and ability than you know, slightly more than the players in that league. That is just giving up. And they would have been paying him a hell of a lot of money as well, I imagine. I think he just, he realised, I'm not good enough to play in Europe. I'm going to go and make myself look better in the MLS. I, I don't thought he rate was him. Palmer, I think, though, as I think, well. What about Palmer? What about 23 goals in 70 games as a striker? That is disgraceful. Well, he wasn't really shocking. a striker, though, was he? What was he then? He was that, that centre-forward, that number 10. No. He no. was. Literally, it I'm says not, here, I, he was the creative number 10 role behind the main striker. I think this is an awful shout. I think this is a genuinely horrific shout. I think you're... No, you're no, you see, you're judging him based you're, off hypotheticals that you've made up. You're not looking at how his actual your career FIFA went. Nostalgia, your FIFA nostalgia has given you the that most made, that makes it better. when it comes to the basket. That makes it so much no, no, no. I'm not having this. I'm not having this. I think he is not streets won't forget. He's not good. Oh, this is this is Janino's revenge. I'm not having this. <laughs> this is not good enough. Okay, I'm not having it. Well, if you brought forward Emil Heskey, not... and this is where he's drawn the line. Yeah, I know, right? Honestly, we at least found Heskey it. did it in a. At least Heskey did it in a top league for years. That was actually okay. a very good player. Yeah, Heskey's criminally underrated, man. Like, can we bring I, Heskey sorry. back? <laughs> oh my god, we could. We'll, we'll have an episode of the players chat. that we've said no to. Um, it's going to be Heskey and Giannini and we're going to vote for Heskey again. Yeah. Uh, well, look, you can, you can continue your discussion, but he will not be getting my vote. I think he's drastically overrated. That's fair enough. The only way you can back this up, Dan, is to bring a player better. I mean, there's far don't better Don't you players. worry. I'm going to cook. Don't you worry. Well, go on, Harry. Who have you got? Oh, he's got. He's ignoring Dan and going straight for me. Well, I, yeah. you're talking about players that were in the top level, and he was a step down. I think I might have found someone who I actually think is in that top level, but gets forgotten. And I, I don't know whether he was around the era of so many good strikers, or every partner he played with tended to be the one that got all all the goals. But I'm going with Fernando Morientes, who I think is better. criminally Ooh, underrated. Better, we'd like this better. Oh, shut up, Daniel. I mean, the, the career, the, the clubs he's played for, you know, you've got a Zaragoza spell that, that is decent. The move to Real Madrid where him and Raul become an unstoppable force. Then gets the loan move to Monaco in which they finish runners-up in the UEFA Champions League in 2003. He finishes top goalscorer of the Champions League that season. And then gets the move to Liverpool, which... You know, 41 games, 8 goals, not great. But kind of was still loved by the fans for whatever reason. I thought he was a very good player. Gets the move to Valencia. I don't know, did he win the title with Valencia? Might have won the no, title with Valencia. won the cup. Won the cup with yeah. Valencia. Um, moved to Marseille. You know, he just, he tended to play for pretty big clubs. I mean, especially at, at Real Madrid. Um, and he was replaced at Real Madrid by Ronaldo. So, you know, you know you're never going to, you're not that good. If he was that good, I'm not discussing him for streets, won't forget. As a as a good record for Spain, 27, 27 goals in 47 caps. You know, a very good player. And to top it all off, I think this could be, you know, the best thing ever. So Morientes uh, has obviously won all of his awards, all of his trophies. But there's something he's won that I don't think we're going to have a lot of players have ever won before. He was joint winner of the Masked Singer in Spain. 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, I love that it. That is sensational. <laughs> that is sensational, is it not? Dressed as a gorilla, he was declared joint winner. What a man. Wow. a gorilla. I would have loved That is, that is an I, achievement. His initiation songs must have been unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. It's no, it's no Intertoto Cup, but it's definitely up there. In terms it's of definitely I was up waiting there. for him to say Intertoto Cup. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's up there. Yeah, but that's the, that's the free pass straight to the Hall of Fame. No discussion needed. So. <laughs> I mean, much, much like the Intertoto Cup, the qualification rules for the Mars Singer, I presume, are nowhere to be seen. So it and just about happened seven winners. <laughs> There's about seven winners. He was joint winner, so <laughs> it must have been must have oh, been it, the similarities are off the scale. We should have exactly. a football competition where people wear gorilla outfits. Maybe the Intertoto Nobody, Cup is just actually quite sure. Nobody's actually quite sure who won the last Mars Singer, quite like the Intertoto <laughs> Cup. <laughs> yeah, you, you, like, you were in it, to a football match and you have no idea who's playing, and the players take off the heads at the end of the match. <laughs> I, oh, I also remember him on the I early like concept, actually. I yeah, thought you watched that. You pay like a tenner for the ticket. Yeah. It could be like you're watching Real Madrid or Barnsley. Yeah, the all or you could have the All Star game versus the amateurs, and you've just bunched them up together and gone right. You've got to pass to whoever. Soccer aid. Imagine soccer aid, but they're all wearing masks. <laughs> World class. You're giving, you're giving yeah. somebody dog abuse the whole game. At the end, they take the mask off, and it's Lionel Messi. <laughs> I was going to say we've told like we get two teams of pros, but we've told them that the other team is a bunch of random celebrities. <laughs> it's, it's Mark Wright, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Morientes is criminally underrated for what he's won. Uh, you know, what the mask singer. He's, he, he's won. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, no one else that we put forward for this podcast. <laughs> the Spanish a singer. He's won the Champions League three times. He he won the Intercontinental Cup twice. He's won. He's runner-up in Champions League, FA Cup, UEFA Super Cup. He's won a lot and the Mars Singer, and I think a criminally underrated forward. Who I yeah, think I, I don't know why he's as forgotten as he is. I guess we think of him in the Prem in yeah, that short spell at Liverpool, and that's kind yeah. of it. Yeah, I think it's the fact that he didn't do too well at Liverpool. But in the late 90s, early 2000s at Real Madrid, top draw. Top I think you could get him there because he's he's never the best striker in either Spain or Madrid because you've got Raul ahead of him. That, that season on loan at Monaco as well, he gets nine goals in 12 Champions League games and gets them to the final. They obviously lose to Porto, oh, but yeah. still, like, that is an absolute carry mission to the Champions yeah. League final. Yeah, dragging him, kicking and screaming on his own, basically. Yeah. Never, never got to twenty goals in a season, but had nineteen. Oh, not 18, in the league, 15. but yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, add on those nine goals in the, you know, in the Champions League in twelve games, which is. I know, much a, prefer to look at all competitions personally. Good on you, mate. You like the full picture. <laughs> yeah, I he's do, also I do. been on a. He's also been on a on two FIFA covers. In '99 and 2005 yeah. in Spain, yeah. so you know, I was I was really hoping this was going to be another obscure game show that he's won. <laughs> yeah, he's won the Spanish version of Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah, so the day we find a player who's been on Takeshi's Castle, they're getting captain of our yeah, he's won, he's won the uh, he's won the Mars Singer, and he also won uh, the Krypton Factor. Um, <laughs> Crystal Maze, that's number one. That's number one. Yeah, Fort Boyard. But yeah, that's that's my shout is Fernando Morientes for whether yeah, like his it. goal scoring is yeah. underrated, you know, ability or the fact he won the Mars Singer. I mean, I'm it, absolutely going to be honest, him just for the Mars Singer thing. Yeah, I'll say a lot of my my liking of it is coming from the Mars Singer that I did not know before this. Well, you can have that. He was so good; he should not be as forgotten as he is. I, I will I will find a video of his performance on the Mars Singer. Please. And it will be played on the podcast right about now. So enjoy. ¿Quién te dijo esa mentira? Que eras fácil de olvidar. No hagas caso a tus amigos, solo son testigos de la otra mitad. Ya no tienes que cuidarme porque yo siempre sabía que tú pensabas. Thank God for that. Well, I tell you what, that was great. I really enjoyed that. Like <laughs> he was in the room with us. The dulcet tones of Fernando Morientes. That is sublime. It's going to look awkward when Dan can't find a clip and it's just him going, sorry, lads, oh, I couldn't get it. <laughs> nah, there'll be a clip somewhere. Come Redacted. On. If you can't find one, you have to repeat. 
like just a random song of you singing it, and we'll be like, "Wow, Dan, that was fantastic." <laughs> he must actually be quite good because he did win it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. He must be good. That's what I mean. it is. His initiation must have been really good at what at Liverpool. Did you? Did yeah, you I'll say be... he was the joint winner? Yeah. Alongside who? Raul. That good then. A rat. <laughs> Alongside some woman dressed as a rat. Okay, that, respectable <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, I, I can't say that my player has won the Mars Singer, nor has he won the Intertoto Cup, but I oh, think man. he is a, a underrated baller. Okay. And because there's no restrictions, I thought this is the time to get him in, because we're not going to talk about the Turkish League very often, I don't think. And there's probably other Brazilians who would nominate ahead of him. But I would like to put forward Alex, not the centre-back from last week, but the brilliantly, brilliantly talented midfielder who, after nine seasons with Fenerbahce, earned himself three league titles and, unbelievably, a statue outside their stadium, which was funded by the fans while he was still playing for the club. <laughs> he was there years right. to be how, fair. That's how to you be get fair. a statue while still playing for the club is beyond me. And then I looked at his stats. You have no history? No. The, right, wait for this. So before arriving in Turkey... He became a hero with Cruzeiro, captaining the team to a treble, and then he moved to Fenerbahce for just £5 million in 2004. Now, I want to give you his record in all competitions over his eight full seasons at Fenerbahce, because it is ridiculous. Now, remember, this is from midfield, okay? 0405, 44 games, 29 goals, 20 assists. Ludicrous. Love that. 0506, 43 games, 20 goals, 27 assists. Ludicrous. 0607, 47 games, 20 goals, 21 assists. Oh, stop it. You put in, you put in four, over 40 goal contributions three years straight. It keeps going. 0708, 43 games, 18 goals, 19 assists. Oh, he's under 40. 0809 drops off a bit. 40 games, 17 goals, 12 assists. Still double figures for both. That's a return, yeah. <laughs> that is probably that's ge- genuinely one of his worst seasons. 0-9-10, 43 games, 21 goals, 14 assists. 2010-11, 38 games, 28 goals, 13 assists. And then his final full season, 2011-12, 36 games, 17 goals, 11 assists. Not only is he putting up those numbers, but he is obviously incredibly fit to not miss many games at all. Like yeah, in those, consistency those first 10 year years, after year. Those first 10 years, you're getting over 40 appearances 10 years straight. So, by 2012, he's now 35. That's ludicrous. Which is ridiculous. And his career is starting to wind down. And at Fenerbahce, he got 171 goals and 136 assists in 341 games. For a midfielder, that is bonkers. Yeah, that is, that is ludicrous. The, a vindictive person here would go, oh, it's the Turkish League. It's yeah, not it a good a league, Turkish just league. like the MLS. <laughs> but you see, I'm not that kind of person, Dan. I think, yeah, he's a great yeah. player. Thanks, mate. Criminally forgotten. It does all end a bit sadly for him. Okay. Because he beats, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this name, Akut Kokoman's all-time goal-scoring record for Fenerbahce. Excuse me? Yes. But in the early stages of the nuts. 2012-13 season... Alex has his contract terminated after falling out with the coach. Would you like to guess who the coach is? <laughs> is it Louis van Gaal? It's not Louis van Gaal, surely. It is Akut Kokoman, the record. No! <laughs> the man who had the oh, record. No, you know what? I respect that. Off him I by respect Alex. that so much. <laughs> yeah, that it's is an a FM move, 100%. man. <laughs> your, your players come in, you don't like him, and you're like, he's broken my record, get him gone. They supposedly had a disagreement over the tactics, but it was absolutely disagreement over Alex breaking his record when he was a striker and Alex was a midfielder. <laughs> this is kind of like this is kind of like we all know that Alan Shearer is actually the agent for Harry Kane's move to Bayern. <laughs> <laughs> he also won forty-eight caps for Brazil and won two Copper Americas. But after joining Fenerbahce, he never got a cap, which seems bizarre to me. Although suppose he was bizarre. kind of aging at that point. So he got he got forty-eight caps. Before joining Fenerbahce. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. makes no sense. I am a massive fan, though, of the fans like building his statue while he's playing. We need more of this. I think as fans, we need to come together and just start building random statues. Did he win the World Cup, Dan? 
No, he won two Copper Americas with Brazil in, I want to say, 97 and 94, but I might be wrong. 99, 2004, yeah. There you go. So he, did he, did he, he didn't play in 2002 World Cup? I don't know. I don't think so, because he, it wasn't down on his honours, so I assume he wasn't in the squad. I mean, no. that is a ludicrous goal scoring. It's mind blowing. Not yeah. only that, it's not. If you have an attacking midfielder that scores goals, usually you don't get the output and assists. But that is unbelievable. I don't know what's going on with these players today. He's not one the like Turkish version of the Masked Singer, but he does have a modelling mm. contract with Armani. So, what have we? What have we created this week? <laughs> this is the the streets oh, won't forget done. random other professions episode. <laughs> oh, and Jesus. let me guess, Aston Giovinco was a model for the Belgravia Hair Centre. <laughs> At this point, mate, it wouldn't surprise me. The the other thing about Alex is, of course, being Brazilian, he is just a bag full of tricks. And some of the goals he scored, if you go go watch an Alex highlights reel, make sure you're not looking at the Chelsea defender. Although you'd still be This guy was great in the yeah. air. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable striker of the ball, Alex. Some of the volleys he scored for Fenerbahce, outrageous. Just go and watch the highlights, sit back and enjoy. I think it's the whole thing of never really doing anything on the international stage for Brazil, for example, at a World Cup, or moving to one of the big European leagues. Yeah, like how no one has picked him up from Fenerbahce there, I don't know. Like, you could easily see... How nobody's picked him up from Brazil, right? That that season, he captained uh, Cruzeiro to the treble. Unbelievable. Put up double-figure goals. Like, you've got to be looking at him as a club and thinking, well, young Brazilian player putting up those kind of numbers... Uh, how he didn't he did move to Palmer in I think it was two thousand yeah did, moved to Palmer in two thousand and he played eight friendly games and that was it I see what the f- how he wasn't used or didn't get the big move to a massive club I'll never know because his numbers yeah, are ridiculous Palmer bought him and loaned him out to Brazil for four for two years that is so strange but you know what that means Harry it will be some dodgy dodgy nonsense about ownership rights as it's it always is with the Italian league or he's a yeah. bit like that Bosnian you brought the other the other week Daniel where he just didn't give a f- about football he just wanted fun <laughs> I mean I mean if you're putting up those kind of numbers I think you do give a f- about football is there a thing of it where clubs are looking at it and going it's the Turkish league if we bring him to Europe, well, the rest of Europe, how good is he going to be? Because I can understand there being some trepidation. But you look at the numbers, you're like, surely you'd at least give him a chance. Like he's put up those numbers there, and he's put up the numbers in Brazil. Yeah, the for, thing is, if you put up those kind of numbers and you move him to a better league, the numbers will drop off. But the numbers are so high, you're still going to get like a decent amount of goals and assists. You're going to get double-figure goals and assists. Yeah, like putting up absolutely ridiculous numbers. Like, well, we you- can only assume then. That he's decided to stay purely to break that guy's record and piss him yes, off. Yes, that's why he's the case. <laughs> and get a statue funded by the fans, right? Here. I don't know about you, but he screams early 2000 Middlesbrough transfer. Yeah, but he screams yeah, that 2000 Middlesbrough transfer. He does like two months where he scores some absolute belters and then disappears again when they get relegated. Yeah, yeah like, like Giovanni he, at Hull kind of thing. He's a big Sam signing. Absolutely. Yeah, you look at his, his stats out in Turkey. He comes to the Prem, scores three goals, all of them are bangers, and then he leaves for like a million quid. What and is then, kind of cool about it? 15 years later, some idiots talk about him on a podcast. What is cool <laughs> is his first goal uh, His first goal in, in, in one game for Fenerbahce was the 3,000th goal in the Super League. So his kit and shoes are used in the club's museum. How f- cool is that? That is kind of a mad stare. The three yeah, he's just absolutely goal. adored by Fenerbahce fans. Like he's still their all-time leading scorer to this day, and he's just like a god. I'm surprised the coach didn't sub himself on for a penalty. <laughs> he puts himself in goal for it, mate. Make sure he saves yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I think a, a, a wonderfully talented player who's just not remembered whatsoever. Yeah. No, Has he done enough gone. to outclass the masked singer, however? <laughs> it comes down to Armani versus television at this point. Armani versus dressed as a gorilla and sharing the win with a rat. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out Alex was the one in the rat costume. Who could have seen this coming? Would would we would we like to vote on a player based off his ridiculous 
the goal contribution record and his legacy at one of Europe's bigger clubs, of biggest well-supported clubs. And would we like to vote in a man who has co-won the Mars Singer? Uh, the Mars Singer, please, mate. <laughs> and has won a lot of awards. Yeah, to be fair. <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. I'm still... Giovinco is, I still think, is a good shout, personally. I like him as a player. I think he's forgotten. I think he's not on that, like, top, top level of player. The only reason Dan doesn't like him is kind of a moot point when he's put forward a player from the Turkish league. But I do think there's just some better players who have been put forward. You, yeah, you know how last week you refused to vote for David Luiz? Yeah. David Luiz. Sebastian Giovinco is my David Luiz. Okay. <laughs> will not be happening. Giovinco hasn't even personally slighted you, unless you consider all Look, the goals on me for a personal slight, I suppose. Giovinco's done nothing particularly wrong. I just don't rate him. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's fair enough. He's like Dan Shane Long. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have the week one time where it's, we're all putting forward players that we just hate. That we know someone else doesn't like, and one of them's got to go in. I'm so glad mine's Shane Long because there's no f- way he's getting in. <laughs> there's, there's gonna, there's gonna be the week, Ben, where I'll put forward Eden Hazard, and you can put forward Shane Long, and then <laughs> Harry's got no choice. He's I'm putting fucked. through Janino. <laughs> I'm putting Janino forward. <laughs> Shall we take a vote, boys? Yes. Yeah, go on. Then. Okay, I'll kick us off because. I'm, I'm going to vote for Alex, but I think I know which way you two are going to go. I think based off the numbers and the ability, Alex has to go in there. So I'm going to vote for my own player controversially, but I'm going for Alex. We say it's controversial every time, and we do it every week. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I don't care. Well, I'm, quite, I'm quite torn. Because Alex's you numbers are sensational, <laughs> right? Like, it's ridiculous. Like, it's FIFA career yeah. mode levels of production. And he did it for so long. He's adored by the fans. The thing about the statue is brilliant. I don't know. Morientes did it (laughs) for Madrid. He won it all. We kind of forget him because of sort of average year at Liverpool. But I think for doing it on a bigger stage, he's way too forgotten than he should be. Like, the decision comes down to the football. The Mars Singer thing is great and the cherry on top. But (laughs) I think for the football, I'm going to go for Morientes. But I think if Alex goes in, I don't see a problem with that. I think he was a great player. Um, I'm going to be honest. I I completely forgot about Alex as a player. Completely yeah. forgot about him. If if it's gonna if it's gonna take your vote in one certain way, I have just noticed that Alex won the Turkish version of Danny Dyer's The Wall. So yeah, <laughs> I know. I think Morientes as a player that. At the top of his game was up there with some of the best in, in Europe, some of the best in the world, possibly. Primarily forgotten as a Spanish forward and as just you know a, a forward around the early two thousands. Won a lot of you know a lot of big titles, but on the other hand, I I don't think his style of play is what brings me joy. I just don't. I think he's a great player. I think Alex is so forgotten for an unbelievable record and scored some absolute perlers. I'm going to vote for Alex. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, the one from last week, mate. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a week behind. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it makes sense. Because if, if we voted in Morientes, we'd have to vote in whoever was in the rat costume as well. It just feels <laughs> right. So <laughs> I just think I, I think when Dan said Alex from Fenerbahce, both Woolly and I probably would have gone, who the f- is that and then yeah, as soon like, as I've seen the pictures then, I'm like oh yeah the memories come flooding back yeah like he's an absolute back. baller you would yeah, you would forget him because of the league he played in and I don't think that's fair to yeah. do I just remember how much quality this is the good thing had. about the no restrictions you know these players who we would probably never bring up have now had a platform so maybe we'll yeah. do this more often to be fair I, like I can that. see Morientes coming up again I think he deserves his spot yeah he's just got to yeah. wait your you know what we should though. do though is as fans we should come together and start building statues for random players even if they don't deserve them we're just going to pick names out of hats like some know, youth team player you know how the hall of fame is going to be virtual shall we just buy a warehouse unit somewhere and we'll make an actual hall of fame i don't know how <laughs> much you trust <laughs> we'll we'll the statues, to build a statue yeah who the f- you know when they made that bust of ronaldo and it looked like <laughs> we're going to make ones that actually look like <laughs> 
completely <laughs> other people. For Christmas, mate, oh, I'm going to get you an hour-long pottery session. You're the one making the statues. Let's go. Hey, hold All on. Right, my sound. mother does pottery on a Thursdays. If I ask her for a Fernando oh, Moriente bust by the end of next week, what do you reckon? Hi, Mum. Can you make us a bust of Alex who played with Fenerbahce in the early 2000s and had a ridiculous goal-scoring record? Yeah, sure, son. He's my favourite player ever. <laughs> if you could do it also with a Mars Singer award next to him, that'd be great. Yeah, Swincher replies with no mate, he's a dusty ball of f off. You know, you know, you know how we took Paul Scholes' career away from him? Can we take Fernando Morientes' Mars Singer victory away from him and give it to Alex? Give it to Alex. Absolutely not. <laughs> that is sacred. Oh, I've just had a message back, fella. Oh. Sorry, my mum's a Galatasaray fan. Oh, oh I, I knew it. I wondered why she had flares all over the gaff. <laughs> this makes more sense. She says they're Christmas <laughs> candles, it's just <laughs> she's she's in the kitchen setting off the pyrotechnics to bloody eat. Hey, she set off oh, a flare the other day and said it was, she said it was spiced apple scented. <laughs> nice Christmas flare. <laughs> Please can we do our own brand of Christmas flares? Before this spirals into Mars Singer conversation about how Harry's mum supports Galatasaray and loves flares. Shall we have the end of episode quiz? Yeah, yeah go Please on, don't forget flares. Okay. Okay. We're we're back with a classic this week, starting eleven. Oh yeah! Uh, if you see. don't know, if you don't know the rules, Harry and Ben are going to take turns naming players from a game that I'm going to give them. If they name a player who started, that is a correct answer, and so are used substitutes. But unused substitutes are an incorrect answer, and they both have three lives each. Now we're going all the way back to the 2006 World Cup and France's one-nil quarter-final win over favourites Brazil. Okay, Ben, you can kick us off. Who are you going to go for, first up? Uh, I'm going to go for the bald man. The baldest of bald men. Uh, I'm going to say Zidane. Zinedine Zidane is, of course, a correct answer. I'd argue there's somebody balder in this team as well, by the way. Yeah. I am going to have Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry is, of course, a correct answer. Did he score? I believe he did. This, I, If I remember, this French team was stacked. The I'm Brazil sure team both stacked teams are well. stacked. Yeah. yeah. They're nuts. There are a couple of odd ones in there, so be wary. Uh, speaking of Brazil, can I have a Ronaldo, please? He's Portuguese, Ronaldo. mate. <laughs> He's an airport. He's not even a player. <laughs> Ronaldo is, of course, a correct answer. Thierry did score, yes. Um, of course he did. I'm, I'm going to go for, I think, the boldest man on the pitch. Although he might not be. But I also think he might be the easiest man to do a bust of. So I'm going to go with Fabian Barthez. Fabian Barthez. Is he the baldy you're thinking of, Dan? He is the baldy I'm thinking of. The French that have a lot of balls. <laughs> what if, is? If, you if know there the is an be... answer you think is bald, balder, please let me know. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah, well, then we should have like a, the baldest team. Right, I'm going to list off some baldies now. Uh, I'm going to go for the opposite of bald and say Ronaldinho. Definitely not bald. Ronaldinho. No, he's, he had grey hair. Correct answer. Shocking teeth, though. No offence, Mr. Ronaldinho. Right. Bit harsh. No need for that now, is there? Well, he's, he's probably got good dental work done in prison, to be fair to him. Yeah. He's got him punched in. <laughs> I'm going to go. Player of his quality on the prison team, mate. You're not risking that. I might go okay, for another right. baldy that I think might just be as bold. Claude Makaleli. Are you just going to go for baldies now? Is this it? I am. Uh, to be honest with you, I've thought of more balds than I have French players in the last time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Claude McAlealy is Jason correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back to you, Ben. Um, Patrick Vieira. Bold. Yeah, I'm stealing the baldies off Harry. Yeah, all my balds <laughs> are going. <laughs> Patrick Vieira is a correct answer. Um, I'll go with Cafu. I think you mean Faku, mate. 
Sorry, mate, yeah. <laughs> Not bold. Oh, that's an old school throwback. I like that. Kafu <laughs> slash Faku is a correct answer. Well, uh, spoilers for the Christmas episode, but you might want to start thinking about things from previous episodes. Oh, God, do we have to? Yeah, boy. Um, Go on. Give us a baldy. You might you might want to start thinking of an answer. Come on. Uh, Kaka. Not bald. Kaka. Not bald. He did love G. He did love Jesus. <laughs> Mediocre he, player. It, that it guy. is. It is a correct answer. Um. I'm gonna go bold and a throwback. Roberto Larcos. <laughs> Roberto Carlos. Slash Roberto Larcos is a correct answer. Slash bold. Thank you. Also, Ben, you, you joke about Kaka not being that good. Floron Cinema Pongol was uh, rated as a better youngster than him by 442. <laughs> that's so. very true. <laughs> that is, that's a throwback as well. Jesus, lads, we're doing this a week early. Who was top of that list? It was oh, somebody was really random. List? I can't remember. I'll, it, I'll dig it, it out um, and have a look. Was it that? I want to say uh, it was Anthony was it Latalek. Latalek. No. Yeah, was it yeah. Latalek? He was top 10. He was top 10. Oh, who was on the list? We'll find out. We'll find. I mean, it's in another episode. Go and listen to them all, and you'll find it. If you're True. listening at home. Um, Go and listen to them all, and you'll find it. Wonderful plug. <laughs> <laughs> well, play, play them all one by one, and when you do find it, play some more. Go on. Yeah. Um, Dida for Brazil. Old? I think he was bald. Yeah, bald. I'd say he was bald, and he's also bald enough. Answer. Well, oh, yeah. well the correct answer is not important here, mate. We're looking for the balls. All right, I'm gonna go bold, Eric Abidal. Oh, that's a good one. He's bold. He's bald as hell. What? <laughs> Why is he bald? You <laughs> <laughs> just remembered why he was bald, or no? You know, he is a correct answer, that, mate. Yeah. You were bald before that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, sure, he <laughs> is a correct answer. Yes. Also bold. <laughs> oh, oh, bold. Um, Lillian Turan. Oh, great baldy. Bald. Lily, <laughs> so many f- baldies. Lillian Turan is a correct answer. <laughs> Did any of this French team have hair? Yes. Yes. Oh, boo. I will go Florin Maluda. Florin Maluda. Not bold. Is a correct answer. Did he come off the bench? No, he started. I would have told you if he'd have come off the bench. I don't know. I thought you would have forgotten because I. Uh. Oh, maybe. William Gallas. Oh, definitely bold. But surely yeah. not playing for France, mate. Nah, mate, this is when he was good. This was the Chelsea days. William Bill. Gallas is a correct answer. I will go... Oh, I'll, I'll have Lucio. Lucio. I actually nearly put him forward for this episode, but I decided to go with Alex. He is a correct answer. also think he's too good. Would you like to know what you've got left to get, by the way? I was about to say, yeah. So for Brazil, you have a centre-back. You've got three central midfielders and then three youth substitutes. For France, you have a right-back, a left-winger and three youth substitutes. The left-winger wasn't Maluda. No, he was the right-winger. Also, I'm going to tell you this now to give you a slight hint because I I don't think you'd get it otherwise. For the France team, for some reason, despite being 1-0 up, they decided to bring on three strikers. Okay. So. Um, Oldie as well. Was one of their strikers David Trezeguet? That's a great shout. And bold. David Trezeguet was a substitute. Oh, no. We've used three. He was an unused substitute. That is an incorrect how bring- answer. How are you bringing on three strikers and one of them isn't Trezeguet? How many f- strikers do they have on our bench? Maverick Trezeguet was, I think, the only striker who wasn't used. 
Um, Gilberto Silva. Kind of bold. Gilberto Silva. Unreal That's underrated great. player, Gilberto Silva. Is a correct answer. Walk so Cockerland could run. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so Cockerland could get spun around by Eden Hazard, I think you mean, mate. Hard to mark a fat f to be fair. True. <laughs> Can we have the next answer, please? Oh, I feel like we've gone quite yeah. wayward on this podcast today, but here we are. <laughs> this has been so an we just... mess. Yeah, we've been obsessed with hair. And mask singers. His hair is under the mask, it falls under the same bracket. You've got to wear a bold mask if you've got hair and you're in the French team. Could somebody give me a f quiz answer, please? I'm sick it's of talking about bully, hair. It's mate. It's not me. Um, they played three strikers. Louis Saha? Louis Saha? Have you gone for Saha? Is a correct answer. He was a U substitute. <laughs> See, the logical answer, I think... I'm going to go with it, is Nicholas Anelka. Nicholas Anelka. I thought this was the World Cup where he had a strop. They all did. No, that was 2010. Oh. Uh. Is an incorrect answer. Oh. Hey, it's the French team, man. You can't pick the logical choices. Who I don't even think he was in the squad for that tournament. I want to say it was still Domenech, Raymond Domenech. Oh, yeah. I mean, they fell out with Dominesh every 15 minutes, so... And then you get the Champs, who's probably, arguably, even more volatile, David Beckham. <laughs> I mean, that, that feels like an unnecessary call-out. <laughs> An Anelka was forced out of the World Cup uh, due to... Oh, no, okay, okay, right. So, they originally called up Gibral Cisse, who was forced out of the World Cup due to injury, and then another striker was called up instead of an Elka, and that striker was one of the U substitutes. Okay. Can I get an answer, please? Um. On two lives each. Friend, you said a left winger, right? Yes. Six Ribery, Frank Ribery is a correct answer. Great shout! You're only missing the starting right back for France and the two substitute strikers now. The Turam wasn't playing right back. No, Turam was playing centre back with William Gallas. Um, what a team! I will have Sydney Govu. Sydney this is Govu. the second time Govu's come up. I like Sydney Govu. I nearly put him forward for today. Was a substitute. Oh. And he was also a late call-up to the squad to replace Gibral Cisse. He is there a correct are. answer. Gibral Cisse was number one on the list, by the way. That's who it was. Was it? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it, it was. Gibral yeah. Cisse. Wow. I think he was ahead of his you time. Can you can understand why they wanted to call him up for the 2006 World Cup then. Man, I drip. Yeah. <laughs> right. Still looking for the French right back and one more striker. For Brazil, you're still looking for a centre back, uh, two central midfielders, and three substitutes. Yeah. I mean, I've got a name. He would only have come on, I guess, because you're not. He didn't start. Because they're playing Ronaldo. Right. Because I know Adriano is in this team. Is that your oh, final I don't have any answer? other answers, so I'm going to say Adriano. Adriano was a substitute. He was a used substitute. That is a correct yeah. answer. Is the other centre back a favourite of this pod? Is it Chris? Chris. Formerly our voice recording software. <laughs> Is an incorrect answer. 
he was in the squad, so it was an unused oh. substitute. Sorry, mate. At least he made the squad. Is the French right back? Go on. Is it Lasana Diara? Oh, that is not where I saw that going. Oh, he was a right back at point. You did see some Lasana Diara, and he's bald. He is bald. Very bold. The rogue, the rogue shout was more the substitutes. I'll be honest with you. Oh. Asana Diara is an incorrect answer. Um, you know what? We we need two centre mids, don't we, for Brazil? Yes, you do. Is one Janinho? Janinho is a correct answer. Glad. I'm glad he's one and not two of them, because you know, you'd be down you'd be down <laughs> a man then. And back to you with a life remaining. Oh, oh, oh. What occurred in? What's okay? Zay Roberto. Oh yeah, it's a good shout. He played Zay a lot of games for Brazil. To keep him in the game. He is a correct answer. Oh, good shout. Starting at centre really mid, is he? Yeah, so it was him, Juninho, and Gilberto Silva, and then Kaká was either out wide or pushed slightly further forward. I'm going to have a punt at a sub. I'm yeah. going to go Rubinho. If you're losing, you're going to bring him on. Rubinho was a substitute. He was a used substitute. That is a correct answer. Do you think he streets won't forget? No, because he's a Fair enough. You're like that this might get cut out of the podcast. <laughs> That'll absolutely get bleak, but here we are. <laughs> oh no. So I'm out of guesses. You've got one last left. You know You know last time we had the French team come up. Harry Chestnut, king subkeeper. <laughs> I just want to say him again. Go on. Are you really? Are you really going to guess a substitute keeper? What I can tell you now, Fabian Bartes played the full game. Yeah, I know. Oh, I don't even know, man. I've just, my mind's gone blank. Harry, are you are you going to be fine if I give him a slight clue, or are you that desperate for the win? Well, if you need my uh, player, I'd be pissed off, but... <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to lose with dignity. Have a, um, have a guess for it. They bought three strikers. I, I That's who I'm going for next, is the other forward. No, I've got nothing. I pass. That's it. Well, well, Harry is our winner. Congratulations. That was a, uh, Thank you, a rather went out with a whimper rather than a bang there, Ben. But fair enough. You've, you've <laughs> tried to keep your dignity intact. I can give you an the answer. Players... Okay, go on, and then I'll give you the players you missed. I think bold. Sylvan Wiltord. Sylvan Wiltord was a substitute. That's the only other French word I can tell you. You're not he starting him in this French team. No. What do you feel about Will Tord? Yeah, pretty decent. I didn't mind him at Arsenal. I thought it was, I I thought like it was watching right. a backup striker. Yeah, yeah. Well, the players you missed, the Brazilian centre-back was Juan. Woolly got him last time. And the other Brazilian substitute was former Real Madrid defender Cicinho. Oh. oh. To be fair, you're bringing Cafu off. You got. Like you, he did bring Cafu off. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the 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 substitute you got that was Sylvan Wiltord, and the right back was Willy Sanyol. Ah, oh, do you know what? I never would have said him in a million years, but no. Yeah. You know, there's nothing quite like hearing the answers to the quiz to make you feel like a dumbass. It's great. Yeah. True. <laughs> do you know what? For a second, all, Willy, I nearly said Chris for the French team rather than the Brazilian <laughs> team. <laughs>
You, I'm sorry, you were right. You were praising how good the French starting eleven was. Are you ready for the bench? Oh, it's okay, going to be crap. This is, this is top draw. They had two goalkeepers, Gregory Coupe, and of course M- Michael Lambeau slash Mikel Landru. Yes, Michael Lambeau. <laughs> John Alan Boomsong. Oh, oh here we go. He's back again. He's got Chris obviously, on the other side as well. Obviously, they had Govu, Wiltor, and Saha. Mikel Silvestra. Wow. Dale Jive, who went on to play for Blackburn. Yeah. Alu Diara. David Trezeguet. Class. How is he not bringing him on? A bloke I've never heard of called Vikash Durusso. Durasso. What player? Got a poster of him. Ne- not a clue who he is. <laughs> for a statue of him, mate. Yeah, got my mum's making a bust of him as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to guess who the final French sub was, who would you guess? Um, Jeremy Toulalon. Oh, good shout. Pascal Chimbonda. Oh, no. yes. No. Oh, no. Wait, go back in time. I'm not passing. I want to say Chimbonda. <laughs> he would have been an incorrect it's answer. Still, it's still <laughs> wrong. But that man, that man has made it to a World Cup final, and now he's managing Skelmersdale. Honestly, he just keeps hitting new heights. <laughs> World Cup final this week. Mars Singer. Mars Singer next week. The Brazilian bench wasn't much better. It was Rogério Sheni, Julio Cesar, Emerson. Uh, Luis Sal, Chris was obviously there. A guy called Gilberto Mello, Minero, Ricardinho, and Big Bad Fred. No, oh, they're all made up names. No. They're all made up names. Yeah, you've just taken English names and put Enio on the end, mate. You're not yeah. fooling us. Richard Dino, <laughs> not Ricardinho, Richard Dino. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening to the latest episode of the Streets Won't Forget podcast. If you haven't already, please follow us on Spotify and give us a five-star rating. It really helps us out. You can follow us on Twitter at SWF underscore pod or Instagram and TikTok. It is Streets Won't Forget podcast. And if you've got anything you want to tell us, your favourite ever Streets Won't Forget player, who you think should have won the Spanish version of the Mars Singer, please email us. It is the Streets Won't Forget podcast at gmail.com. Boys, thank you very much for joining me. Pleasure as always, even if this one was a weird one. <laughs> Have an absolutely glorious week, mate. Oh, it's glorious oh, this time. Thanks, mate. I will. I'm actually Christmas, off some mate. Week, so I'm going to have a great time. You're going to have a great week. <laughs> it's Kai Havertz going to have a good week like last week. Well, he no. didn't have a good day yesterday, so... Yeah, he's We're not going to talk about again. that. Thank you very much for listening. One, two, three, four. <laughs> not okay. Gira can hit them. Did Just that he scored! Jorginho's done it! Yakubu making another glimpse of goal here!